Business is brought to you by Audible.com. everybody and welcome to this week's episode of married with a business i'm craig i'm flying solo today allison had a meeting this week and and i just wanted to make sure that we connect with you guys thanks so much for listening and downloading our podcast this week we got a special uh, episode we're going to replay for you our first interview we ever did with anybody on the show jonathan and melissa pace from smoky denmark sausages in texas they were a great interview good friends of ours and we're excited to share a little bit more about them with you so check it out here's their interview and uh, we'll talk to you guys next week thanks Happy to have Melissa and Jonathan from Smoky Denmark Smoked Sausages, a premium sausage manufacturer from Austin, Texas, here to join us. Jonathan and Melissa, thank you for joining us. Hey, we're happy to be here. Yes. Awesome. So tell us a little bit about how you guys met and how you guys got to starting to work together. Well, we actually uh, were in a co-ed business fraternity at the University of Texas uh, at Austin. And uh, we're both accountants, so we had some classes together that we shared. So, um, but that's kind of how we first met. And I guess Missy can tell you kind of how it really happened. We um, were in the co-ed business fraternity, but we didn't really hang out in the same, you know, close group of friends. But I decided to send Christmas cards to, you know, like maybe 10 or 15 people in the organization. And Jonathan was the only one that called me back and thanked me for the Christmas card. And, um, you know, he loves to talk. We talked on the phone for probably four hours from that one, you know, from him just calling me to thank me. And at the end, it ended up, you know, with him asking me out. Um, on a date. So that's how it started. That's awesome. That's, that. that's awesome. So did you guys get into business together right out of college after you got to married and together or did it, did it was it took years? No. no. So we both went, I mean, I, I was working in uh, with a big six accounting firm uh, right out of college. Missy was working for a medium sized accounting firm in Austin. And um, kind of how we got into the business was um, y'all remember the year 2000? bug that was, you know, a lot of these Y2K, you know, the stuff was not going to migrate. So uh, Missy's uh, father and uncle had a business, the Smoky Denmark, and it needed to be migrated. Their accounting system needed to be migrated over because it wasn't going to, you know, work after year 2000 or or 2001. So I went over there to migrate their accounting system. uh, And while I was doing that, I started looking at the business and I knew that her uncle wanted to retire. So I came home one day and said, hey, I want to buy your uncle's business uh, or uh, for us to buy it at, buy him out. He's half of the company. And, you know, so, you know, I grew up in the restaurant business. My dad had restaurants. So I grew up kind of around food. So I was really comfortable with it and being an accountant, I was looking at, I thought, you know, this, we could really help the company grow. So we offered to buy the business. Uh, he accepted and uh, we started to work together. Yeah, that was in July of 1999. So we've been married about seven years. About that time? Yeah. That's awesome. Similar to us. So Allison, this was her family's business. And we came about the same time, 2002, and started to uh, to take it over. What have some of the challenges been being at a, a family business that you had family that worked in and now you guys work in? Well, you know, at the beginning, it was um, I went over there to work for the company and was kind of running the company. And it was growing. 
and prospering. And uh, um, we needed Missy to, she did the books on the side uh, for the company. So she would do it at home. She did tax returns at yeah, home. Our kids were little. So I was a stay at home mom first and then, you know, part-time work here. So we started getting more busy. So we started needing her to be at the plant more often. And at the same time, her father uh, saw that the business was growing and he wanted to, he wound down his, uh, his law practice and came over full time. And so we were kind of all three of us kind of working together. So um, it was, a ch- it was some challenging times, you know, family business, you know, family business is hard, but it can also be very rewarding. And so, but we learned to work through that. And then um, her, her dad passed away and me and Missy uh, wound up running the company together. And um, I think it worked out good because I'm more of a, if you look at an Enneagram, I'm a seven. So I'm more of the visionary and I'm more, I think, I think outside the box, I'm on a disc profile. I'm a DI and uh, Missy is an SC uh, on a disc profile and uh, on Enneagram, she's a one. So we, you know, we kind of fit together really well because I kind of pushed the envelope. She reins me back, um, you know, and well, maybe, yeah, <laughs> but it's a good balance. And, you know, so I think that's been a very good thing that we can have, a, you know, certain qualities that balance each other out. So what do you think some of those rewards are that you have that you've gotten from having a business together? Well, definitely being able to talk to each other through a struggle. You know, if we're have, struggling at the, in the business for something, some, you know, have a, a challenge or something, uh, we're able to, you know, a lot of times when a husband and wife, you know, they're at home, a husband comes home with a problem from work, um, the wife can imp- empathize, but maybe not understand it completely, right? Doesn't understand what's really the dynamics are going on. But since we both lived it that day, we both understand it and we have a chance to come home and kind of work it out, right? And try to figure it out. We've always felt like we were on the same team. Um, you know, we're able to encourage each other, you know, because we do, we know, um, like Jonathan said, if we were working in separate offices and as separate businesses, you know, we don't know all the coworkers or the dynamics and all that. So I feel like um, we've been able to really help each other. Um, we're kind of on the same, headed towards the same goal. You know, we're reading the same leadership books. We're trying to implement the same thing. So, I mean, we're a really tight team. Yeah, I, we feel the same way. And it's funny because sometimes it's, there's the positive and there's the other side. There's the, it's like a double-edged sword a lot because then there's days where it's like, you feel like all you've done is talk about work until, you know, nine or 10 or 11 o'clock and then you're laying in bed and you're talking about work. Do you guys try to do anything that, you know, kind of breaks that up a little bit and gives you, this is, this is home time and this is work time? You know, Dave Ramsey said something one time that with family business, you're supposed to, when you get home, you're supposed to put your sword up on the mantle, right? You're supposed to take work and put it up on the mantle. And, and, and when you're at the dinner table, not talk about it if you have your kids around and all that kind of stuff, or if you're in a family business. But but I think we have a good balance. I mean, we have definitely have things that we like to do once we get home from work uh, that keep, you know, that kind of lets us uh, uncouple from work, so to speak, and re- recharge. Uh, we love spending the time at our lake house and that really allows us to um, get away from that and, uh, you know, kind of, like I said, recharge, but, but you know, it's always in the background because we'll see something. I'll be like, that would be great to do at work. Or, you know, when we travel, um, we might be trying to relax and everything, but then we also will always try, you know, every 
culture or community has its own sausage. So for us, wherever we go, we, you know, we try the sausage, we talk about that, how, you know, would it be something neat to do something, you know, at Smoky Denmark or whatever. So it's always in the background. So it, it's not like we have, um, you wouldn't say that we have a line where no. we put this sort of on the mantle because we've, we have always just. Yeah. So it's been, I mean, I don't well, know. in the early days, it was such a small company. We would be getting phone calls if we even tried to take a vacation. So I, yeah. I mean, you know, it, we were totally immersed, but yeah. So you said that when the kids were younger, you did stay, you did the stay at home mom role first and then the working on the business second. Um, how did you guys manage that parent balance. Clearly you were the primary caregiver, but how did Jonathan play into that role as well? It's been important. Um, he was at every, you know, football game, dance recital, birthday, family's important to us. So he just, I mean, if there was a game or a meeting or something that he needed to be at, like our son was really, uh, he's an Eagle Scout. And so Jonathan was really involved with scouting he just would leave work and and then go take care of that. I mean, you know, be able to attend whatever function it was. I loved staying home with them. And we didn't mention that my mom also, um, she's passed away as well, but she would help sometimes by keeping the kids. Mm-hmm. And um, I remember when they were young, I had to leave by a certain time in order to, you know, make sure that I was at home. It was important to me to be at home inside the house before our kids got home because I wanted them to come home, you know, to me being there. And um, <laughs> there are times I was racing as fast as I could, um, you know, to get home to beat our son, getting there. But there was a time that I didn't make it and he didn't even want to go inside without me being there. Do you remember that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I think owning your own business gives you the flexibility to make make those appointments. Like, I mean, some people can work so hard that they, they miss – their kids uh, soccer games or whatever, but we always made a point to make it. And we built a team that allowed us to be able to take off work uh, and go do that. And I think that's really important to uh, be able to, you know, build a team that will allow you to have that flexibility. Yeah, definitely. It's, it's been something that we've been talking a lot about lately about where, what is our plan and, and, you know, with our company and considering that we're, we're both the, play key roles in the, in the business. So to find, you know, to start thinking about replacing ourselves in those key roles over time. And it's so hard. It's, it's so hard when you, um, when, you know, you try to start thinking of your business less of a practice and more of a business. So it's, it's been a challenge, challenge for us. Tell us some other tools and resources and maybe things that you guys have found along the way that have helped, uh, make a big, big impact on your work and home life. What are, what are some things that you've like for us, it was, you know, Dave Ramsey was very big for us and finding the entree leadership and, and just even finding Dave Ramsey when we were in our, you know, early late twenties, um, you know, to help us with our finances. He changed our lives. <laughs> I mean, same thing for y'all's story. We were teaching a small group and, um, took a vote and most of the group wanted to do his legacy uh, series, which wasn't really that in depth, but there was one couple that wanted to do the Financial Peace University, and we had never done it. And so they were so sweet. We would meet every Thursday, and they would cook dinner for us, mm. you know, because we were both working. And we would go to their house, eat dinner together, and watch the videos. And um, he changed our lives. I mean, you would think two accountants would know 
all the stuff that he, you know, um, taught us, but we didn't. And um, then while we were, I guess while we were doing that, Financial Peace University, they had on the website a little bundle of um, business books. And so I bought them. We had never read really any leadership books. And um, we had a vendor come into our office that we shared. And those books were sitting on a desk. And she said, you need to go to his master mastermind class. Master series. Master series. And, and she goes, it's worth every penny. So that was in November of 2015. And going to that, it was like the biggest light bulb went off. And that changed our lives um, as a business because we were just being bosses. We were not being leaders. We, he taught us how to be leaders. And that um, really was exciting. I mean, it, it gave you a, another purpose and you could see, um, kind of see areas for improvement. So it's 2020, so that's five years ago. It's yeah. been almost five <clears throat> years. And you think when you're immersed in the business all the time that it feels like you're not making a lot of progress. But when you look back five, where we were five years ago, we are a completely different company and um, and have those people that, you know, we used to do a lot more like in the business work and now we're able to work on the business. It's just been life changing. Yeah. So, so yeah, the, the entree leadership book really was a catalyst and then going to summits and, uh, uh, and learning a lot about these different, um, you know, coaches and leaders, we started reading Patrick Lencioni about how to, how to hire the right people, how to build trust with our teams, how to build teams. We also started reading Mike McAlkaboy's book, starting with uh, Profit First, and really changed the way we looked at uh, how we uh, managed our money. And then we did the pumpkin plan, which he did. Uh, and then we did Clockwork. And I think those books with Patrick Lencioni uh, really helped us build it, start building a team that would helpfully, hopefully allow us to work more on the vision and leadership development of our team. And so those were very instrumental. And, and then we got really uh, connected into traction, uh, which is um, a really an amazing way to run your business. And we have taught traction to our team. Our team is bought into traction and we're seeing amazing results from our team. I mean, they are buying into leading our company. And so it's been really exciting really, to see that. The other really cool thing is, you know, it used to be Jonathan and I doing, I mean, I did HR, all the financial, you know, financial statements, payroll, all of that. You did everything else probably. And then as we, it was scary to hire more people, you know, it scared me. I have a really hard time delegating and everything, but we've hired people that are way smarter than me. I mean, like we, we have a, a girl that um, does a lot of analytics and dashboards, you know, on Power BI that I don't even know how to do that. It's so awesome. I mean, we are, it's been helpful to hire other people. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome, guys. Yeah, we are just getting into uh, to traction and uh, starting that process. When you guys do books, this is something we we try to we always do. When you guys do like books, or you find a new book or uh, something to read, do do one of you listen first and then listen? Does the other one listen second, or how do you guys do that? Do you listen at the same time and talk about it? So we have to buy. Uh, I like to read books. I I can't remember stuff if I'm just listening. 
that we have to have our own copy because Jonathan cannot stand the way that I highlight. I, <laughs> I mean, he said I'm a one, like I'm a perfectionist, but it doesn't really, not when it comes to highlighting, like it'll, you know, be slanted. It won't be like totally straight and it will drive him insane. So we each have to have our own books so that he doesn't have to see my messy highlighting. It's weird because I'm a seven or a DI, but you'd think that my highlights would have to be perfect. I love my highlights to be crisp and clean, yeah. and, you know, because that it's my book, you know, I want to go back and look through it, you know, and so I was one of those guys that hated to look, buy used books because people had done really, really ugly highlighting in school, right? I just, it drove me nuts. I'm the, I'm the audiobook guy with audible.com and Allison is the, uh, she likes to have the hard copy. I have to have both. Like I listened to it and then I, well, I started listening to Traction and then I got to like chapter three and I was like, I need the hard copy to go along with my audio <laughs> listening. <laughs> Yes. Yeah. Well, we appreciate you guys, y'all. We'd be remiss that we got to talk a little bit about Smoky Denmark and tell us a little bit about the the company and what you guys do and where people can find you. It's pretty awesome. SmokyDenmark.com. Yep. So um, Albert Denmark, you know, he started the company um, and his nickname was Smoky. And because uh, it was not really because he had a smoked meat business, a sausage company, but he had gray hair at an early age and that was his nickname, Smoky. And um, he learned to make sausage at Black's Barbecue, uh, which was a famous barbecue joint in uh, Lockhart, Texas. And uh, he came to Austin to start his own uh, sausage company and ran it uh, till about 1972 with his wife, Eloise. It was a family business. Um, in 1972, he needed to retire um, due to health reasons. And so my dad and uncle bought it um, from him as a kind of an investment. And um, then they, you know, held on to it until July of 99 uh, when we were able to, you know, buy my uncle out. And um, we always say we need to count how many sausages we make. Um, and I still haven't done it. Is I mean, it we make about 25 different sausages. But um, as we grew, we were primarily in food service. So we did... Cisco, Benny Keith, U.S. Food Service, all those guys, and then also restaurants. And then we started to move into grocery stores. We have a really nice uh, presence in Dallas-Fort Worth, uh, aired the Metroplex in Austin. Um, and we have um, now we're in HEB, uh, which is a great partner. Uh, they have uh, well over, what, 400 and maybe 400, over, well over 400 stores yeah. across Texas and, and Mexico. And, um, and they are a great partner and we were in about 72 stores for them and, uh, we're hoping to grow and partner with them, uh, in the future. So we're excited about that. Well, and the product looks awesome. And, and in today's sort of craft culture, you know, where everybody wants to support and buy from smaller local regional businesses, you know, it's, it's kind of awesome to see a product like yours, you know, out there and being so successful now, just not to the food service industry, but just to anybody who can, you know, find it if it's online or in grocery stores or whatever. So one of our, one of our things that are dear to our hearts is that people make memories around food. If you think about it, uh, people make memories. They're either barbecuing in the backyard, they're having Thanksgiving together, they're having Christmas. They're always making memories around food. If you think about it, uh, even even a, um, after a funeral, I mean, it's so we love to be a part of that experience, and we want to make that experience for our customers uh, special. And um, and, uh, and our vision is to be on every plate in Texas, 
You know, so we really want, that's what we instill into our team that we want to be on every plate in Texas and it drives uh, our traction team. But, uh, but it's fun to talk about what, you know, the hard work you put into it and see results. And, and it's not just us. I mean, we do have a great team and uh, they, what's really neat is that, you know, we started getting them to read books, right? our leadership team to read books. And now they have their own book club. We, they've kind of kicked me and Missy out of it. Yeah, we're not a part of we're it. We're not a part of it. That's cool. And, but they they will pick a good book, like some Patrick Lencioni book or something. Like right now, they're rereading Traction. Okay. So it's neat to see them empowered and, and developing and then kind of developing on their own, right? Um, because at some point, we want to step back. Yeah. You know, we want to we want to step back a little bit more and work more on the vision, more on the leadership, um, but also, you know, do some other things that we've always wanted to do, but, but we're still enjoying working together yeah. and coming Good. to work early in the morning. But you're right. There's not very many husband and wives that work together. I mean, when we suggest it sometimes to people, I mean, not in our industry, but in another industry, like, oh no, I could not work. Well, That's what a lot of people say. That's so how could you spend all the day, your whole day with them? I'm like, why are you together if you don't right. want to spend time time with them? Yeah. Exactly. And we also think that when we start to slow down and retire, it's not going to be as difficult for that transition because you think about the people that have worked in separate places and they retire and they're like, they're yelling at you, go get a hobby. You know, you're around <laughs> me too much, right? You know, there's, we still have that. We were off two weeks, a few weeks ago. And I think a couple of times she said, we need to go do something. <laughs> yeah. Get out of the house. But but anyway, but we do enjoy spending time together. Yeah. Oh, that's awesome, guys. Well, thanks so much for joining us. We really appreciate it. Check it out, smokydenmark.com for Smoky Denmark uh, smoked meats. It's a great, great, great business, great family owned, couple owned business. So we appreciate you guys. Thanks for joining us. We enjoyed it. Thank you. Yes, thank you. All right, that was pretty amazing to have them on the show. That was great. Thanks so much, guys. It was uh, it was just so interesting. You know, I, I, one of the things I kept thinking about the whole time, Allison, was like how much their story is like our story. That's what I was going to say. Like, where they came from, it feels like we're on the same track in a lot of ways that they were on. Yeah, I mean, from the family business, the multi-generational family business, and just all of the challenges of, you know, being in the business and being all these parts and pieces and to hear them talk more about how they're starting to be able to step back away from it and be and act as more owners and be able to think big about the business. And you and I are kind of, we're striving, we're working towards that. Yeah, that's my goal. I liked how Jonathan said that it's important to build a team that will allow you flexibility. I feel like that's one of the things we're working on right now and we haven't gotten, gotten to the flexibility part. We know what pieces we need, but we haven't figured out how to get them in place yet. And and Melissa, it's just really interesting to hear about, you know, their relationship dynamic. And it's and it's very similar to ours in a lot of ways where, you know, there's one person that pulls the other person back here and the other person pulls the other person back on this side. So the balance is, is really nice to hear. Yeah. And I liked how she said that we're headed towards the same goal, that we're a tight team, because I feel like that's really important when you're working together at home and together at work. Yeah. So you, you should definitely 
really, I mean, first of all, just the whole episode just made me hungry. Like I just, I got to get on their website and order some sausages and get some sausages up here for us. So I, they don't, you can't find them here. We're in Massachusetts. Can't find them here in the Boston area, but maybe someday. Maybe. Right. But if you're in Texas, you should be running out and getting some smoky Denmark sausage. Definitely. You should definitely run out to the store and get some smoky Denmark sausage. So thanks Jonathan and Melissa for joining us. It was awesome to have you guys on the show. SmokyDenmark.com, Smoky Denmark, smoked meats and sausages. Check it out. It's just delicious. It's delicious. I can tell you that. It's just delicious. Allison, um, what have you been listening to or what do you want to talk about this week for audiobooks? So Jonathan and Melissa talked about a book that you and I read, which was The Total Money Makeover. So I thought that would be a great shout out. And it's a great book. You can download it on Audible. Um, the Total Money Makeover by Dave Ramsey. It's a simple, straightforward plan on how to make over your money habits. And you and I have talked about how it changed our life. And Melissa said the same thing. So it's, you know, based on results. It's a not a pie in the sky fantasy. It's not a get rich quick scheme kind of thing. It talks about how to build a plan for your future and how to pay off your debt and recognizes the dangerous myths that are out there and, you know, how you can build a secure nest egg and an emergency fund. And so um, it's probably time to re-listen to it. So you can visit audibletrial.com slash bizmarried and get 30 free days of audible.com for free and you can download the total money makeover and start listening to it for free yeah definitely check it out audibletrial.com slash bizmarried 30 free days on us definitely check it out well everybody thanks for listening this week and remember you can find us online so listen like and share subscribe look for us on instagram on twitter at bizmarried and you can uh, search for us on facebook married with a business and remember it's not only important to focus on your business but it's also important to focus on your marriage because we're married with business. Thanks everybody. Have a great week.